Hey, welcome back to the Governor Show with Trista for Sheriff Senate Gavin Price. We're listening to Johnny Depp talking about when Amber Heard shot in his bed. And I just wrote, <clears throat> you, JD, got 2 million plus people signing a petition to reinstate you in Pirates of the Caribbean and Fantastic Beasts. Everyone loves you. You lost more than $50 million, bro. Raise your damages, will ya? LOL. At least $150 million then. With that money, probably Elon Musk will pay it off for her. Ha ha ha. LOL. Start your own film house. Gather awesome, talented people around you like me and start your own film house. F. W. Warner Brothers. They can suck it. Fuck Warner Brothers. They believe the DV lie and let the Bazach keep her job. Remove AH from those jobs. And remove AH from those jobs because we're going to boycott en masse Aquaman if they don't replace her. So, compete against them with your own superior film house. Hit me up. I'm a writer, by the way. Also wrote, Amber Heard is the feminine version of Trump, a pernicious little liar, and sows chaos wherever she goes. Hey, Johnny, next time, remember this. No hags, no nags, and no drags. Hashtag Johnny Depp is innocent. Why did you marry... Why did you marry such a horrible woman? Should have listened to your friends. She must be a good actress to get one over on you. But dang, stupid to marry such a woman. Now that she's dragged all of this through the courts, you might as well sue, counter sue for domestic violence and raise $50 million defamation suit to $150 million. JD is worth that much. She tried her absolute best to destroy your career and... And you have the Guinness Book of World Records for amount of pay you get for acting on a movie. You lost two huge franchises because of her Fantastic Beasts and Pirates of the Caribbean. As a volunteer for JD's legal team, I encourage Johnny Depp to countersue for DV. I'm getting my popcorn, LOL. Somebody else wrote, this is so heartbreaking. She used him for fame and when she couldn't get what she wanted, she wanted to destroy him. I hope Johnny wins this case. He's describing a relationship with a covert, malignant narcissist. Narcissist exactly what I went through with my ex. Research them and you'll see he's describing a narcissist. Infidious, abusive behaviors from these people. You can tell she's really in character here. Oh man, when he said he didn't leave her because he thought he could help her, I felt that I'm the same way you want to desperately understand her. Fix the broken person in your life, but when they attack you for it, it becomes so confusing. You think it must be you. You think, huh? Why am I here to help? Why? I'm here to help. But no, nothing's ever enough. It's torturous. I feel so sad for him. I feel for this man. Everybody feels sorry for him. I feel for this man. He sounds to me... Sounds like me trying to explain why you stayed with a narcissist. It's very difficult unless you learn a lot about the topic and just come to terms that you got caught in their fog, their razzle-dazzle. It is crazy listening to him. He is very calm, but you can hear the struggle for words, struggle to come up to a concise answer. He is still deep in this, and you have so much to say that you struggle to pick a good enough answer to allow a jury to understand and have empathy. The only way to get out of an argument with a narcissist is to escape as safely as you can. Johnny and his sister have had a safety plan all their childhood 
This has been a very dangerous situation with a smear campaign with intent to destroy lives. Thousands of DV victims have experienced all the things Johnny talks about. Safety first and foremost. He just inadvertently made a point. An abuser doesn't just wake up the total monster in the relationship one day. They break you down over time, bit by bit. I grew up with a violent narcissist. Seeing her cold, rigid, callous face as she listens to him testify gives me zero doubt that she is a violent, manipulative narcissist who is stewing in rage as she sits there. I hate seeing the comments saying Johnny is dragging it out and rambling too much, but this is the first time he's been able to speak in years and also be able to express his feelings without Amber cutting him off or changing the narrative. He's doing fantastic, and I'm so glad he's able to get this off his chest. It must feel so... Relieving what an amazing beautiful human being trying to answer why you stayed in an abusive relationship with a narcissist is extremely difficult Especially when you're put on the spot on the stand. I feel very bad for him She found his vulnerability and used it. She was his mother all over again And he took it like his dad did she's horrible You can feel the pain in JD's eyes his voice and his whole expression Just imagine how he feels when he has to remember and talk about the painful things he's been through he deserves justice and peace it's to bring you to a place where you believe there's something wrong with you. After dealing with a narcissist in my family for years, how well I know that feeling. I can't believe what this woman had and threw it away. An incredible life people like me can only imagine. I'm truly sorry for Jay Depp and his children, especially his children. She will live to regret this decision to go to court. Never spent much time considering the quality of Johnny's character. I only enjoyed some of his movies. I figured he was just like all the spotlight-hungry celebrities, but after watching this, I feel bad for the guy. Seems like a genuinely kind person. I hope this case ends in his favor, and I hope he heals and has peace. Disney owes this man a big apology. He was mentally tortured and has every has had everything taken away from him. Just because she's a woman doesn't mean she was innocent. When Johnny said he stayed with Emma because she didn't, he didn't want to fail and want things to work out that broke my heart love you johnny my heart sinks when i hear him relive this the shakiness in his voice when he goes over certain things not in between the words like he's always kind of done but the noticeable lack of confidence and fear when he's actually speaking that's conditioning and trauma in his voice i'll never forget that feeling of being so afraid of acknowledging what really happened to you because your reality has been toyed with for so long I haven't been able to watch this whole trial, though I was originally looking forward to it. It's just so painful to watch, and I get so angry for him. I need to take breaks just to listen to it. Johnny Depp won this case, whether the court agrees or not. She's exposed the monster she is, and has been, and he's been able to let the world hear his side. I truly hope he can heal the piece she meddled for so long. It gets worse before it gets better, but it does get better, I promise. Yeah, I'm going to, like, up. I'm going to big up all these people's... Um, she couldn't help but smirk when she said she had him there for her own needs. And she started writing notes. She's such a horrible person. If anyone hires or dates her after this, they're completely delusional. Stupid. Uh, even after this, he chooses not to demonize his abuser. Relate 100%. You want to make sense of what this human is going through. I'm so glad his better judgment became stronger than his desire to help her. <clears throat> I feel so bad for him. She seems like an evil, conniving, and manipulative woman. He's not perfect by any means, but she reeks of lies and chaos. I've been in a situation where someone else has told me I'm a terrible person over and over. It starts to make you feel insane, like you can't trust your perception of yourself, and you don't really know who you are. You feel like you're losing your grip on reality. It's a terrible thing. Yes, exactly. 
Only folks that have been through an emotionally abusive relationship can describe so clearly and matter-of-factly the vicious nuances of their victimizers slowly peel away the layers of your self-confidence. Help Johnny recovers. Yeah. By the way, there was a cunt who fucking shat on my doorstep too because, um, because she was on her way out. Having been in this in his situation, you need to feel trapped to feel sorry for the person. They have nothing, no friends, and then one day it clicks in your head that you cannot fix them. They don't, they don't have any friends because they're fucking pieces of shit. That you have to stand up and save yourself. It's very hard to get to that point, and it's even harder to not fall backwards. I'm proud of him. We did it, Mr. Depp. Just want to say, I just want justice for Johnny who's been wrong. She framed him and trapped him in her lies and abusive behavior. Her lies damaged his career and reputation. I'm literally repulsed by her existence. Just pure evil. Yep. Me too. He continues to be so loving and respectful. Even though this woman's trying to ruin his life, it's clear that he's an honest and genuine, uh, uh, oops, uh, honest and genuine person. Yes. I'm just going to like these, and then the, these people will see my name, which is Christopher Governator in POTUS 2024. I was watching this with the knowledge from experience that an abuser can be highly manipulative and twist the narrative into the abuser being the victim. So I was leery at first, but hearing him describe what it's like to share your deepest and most heartfelt emotions with someone and how they use those to hurt you below the belt the most was genuine and from enduring something so painful. Yep. I cried watching this. I was too tired. Oh, shit. Um, okay, let's just go back to the show, man. Maybe I'll make chalupas for lunch. By the way, this is the Law and Crime Network. I'm subscribed. It's pretty good. Johnny Depp did details violent behavior of Amber Heard during his testimony. It's fucking psycho. It's fucking psycho. Run with it. And you run as far as you can before you get tackled. Um... That's that's what I've always done. But what happens is the word when the word celebrity or or uh, you, when you are a what do they call it a uh, public a public figure that's what it is a celebrity or a public figure um, again not complaining but there are things that that are very uncomfortable and that is to say that at that point anybody can say anything they want to about you and that's happened to me over 36 years or more that uh, things can be printed in the newspaper that are utterly false this is even early on. So this is where that, that privilege, 
which I suppose that they call the privilege of celebrity. That's that's where that um, sticks in my opinion. Um, it's one of those uh, it's one of those situations where your arms are too short to box and shot, you know. Uh, there are too many of them coming at you. Um, so that the, yes, uh, I don't I don't know what her motivations were, were, were if they were if there was some species of jealousy or or there was some species of maybe just maybe just hatred I don't know. Um, but in any case, the elevation and the escalation of these of these day-to-day arguments were um, scary, simply terrifying, unnecessary. It was it was not to help the relationship. It did not help the relationship. It wasn't meant to help the relationship. It was meant to feed her. Um, Monkey. Need for conflict. She has a need for conflict. She has a need for violence. It erupts out of nowhere. And uh, what I learned, the only thing I learned to do with it is exactly what I did as a child. Retreat. Take a step back, which I told her we need to remove ourselves from each other, even for an hour, a day, anything. Because this this, this can't go on. It, it, no one can live like this. You know? But why did I stay? I stayed, I suppose, because my father stayed. I suppose because I had been in that relationship with Vanessa, and that was lost, and I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to fail. I wanted to try to make it work. I thought maybe I could help her. I thought maybe I could bring her around. Because the Amber Heard that I knew for the first year, year and a half, was not this, was not this, um, Fucking harpy. Certainly this. Crazy um, bitch. Opponent. Radical, psychotic kind. It wasn't my girl. It was. It was. She had become my opponent, and everything that I did just didn't fit her. Um, it wasn't. She didn't accept it. Uh, so I stayed because, Crazy. of course, I didn't want to fail. I didn't want. I didn't want to hurt. Anyone, especially Miss Heard, I didn't want to <clears throat> break her heart. I, I remember very well that when my father left and my mother, um, Sue, she don't that, have uh, a heart to break, buddy. That first attempt at suicide that I woke up to, and that visual in my head. And that was the direct result of my father's um, leaving. Um, Ms. Heard had spoken of uh, suicide on a couple of occasions, so that 
also becomes a factor. It, it, that's that's also something that that always lives in the back of your brain and uh, you, that you feel. Because when I would leave, sometimes I will. Many times when I would try to leave, she would, you know, stop me at the elevator with the security guards crying, screaming, you know, I can't live without you. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to die. But you had to get out. There were, there were even a couple of times when I did escape and I got to my house, arrived at my house in Switzerland. And then five minutes later, she would arrive. And, and, and the, I don't know what car she was driving at the time, but um, she would arrive in her nightgown screaming in the parking lot in front of, in front of my house, uh, screaming to high heavens. And it'd be four in the morning, three in the morning. It was ludicrous. It was... It was uh, it was out of control. It was uncontrollable. Did there come a time when you and Nick first started recording your um, arguments? Yes. The, the, um, in fact, it was. It was. Uh, I was. I was the first uh, person of the two of us to to uh, record conversation. And it was for this reason. She would, she would, we would have been talking the night before or arguing the night before. And she would say something. There would be these, again, these, these demeaning, berating insults. There would be these, these, these jabs. There would be anything to make me feel small and, uh, and like nothing. Um, so what I thought was, I'm going to record the conversation. And I told her that I'm going to record. I'm going to get my phone and I'm going to record our conversation. Because I want you to hear what you've said to me tomorrow. So that you, because she would deny having said those things. What are you talking about? You know, it was it was surreal. She had completely denied things she'd said directly to my face in a heated and volatile way. And she denied it, so I went to her and I said, I'm going to record us. And I did. And we re recorded the uh, conversation, which... Uh, when she was on tape, uh, it, the first time it wouldn't, it, it escalated a bit, but she was, well, it was clear that she was performing for the tape because it was being recorded. So that was uh, another clue that something was slightly rotten in the state of Denmark, as it were. What did Miss Heard say to you about you recording this, these conversations between you and her? I mean, initially she said, sure, go ahead. Did that ever change? No, then uh, she, she um, 
and she started recording. But, um, surreptitious, um, without, without saying, without telling me that she was recording something, which is fine, but not so fine, if you, if you know what I mean. Um, even in those tapes, I don't, uh, I don't, there's, it never took me to a place where I would, um, go switch into some other entity, which is, as she has used the term, monster. Never switched to um, violence. Violence was unnecessary. Um, why would you hit someone to make them agree with you? I don't think it works. Mr. Duff, you mentioned the term monster, and I think we heard about that in the opening statement. What, what does the term monster mean to you? Well, the, term, the, the, the term monster means to me, um, it, you know, in the beginning, uh, she had used a different um, word to explain the same thing. And she, she uh, would use the word demons, demons, that my demons were coming out, that she had noticed that was a great change in my attitude or my um, uh, aggressive, She's the one with demons. aggressive nature. Or it? It's called. She would 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 um. It's called projecting. Say that the demons had come out and they had control of me and that sort of thing. Um, I don't remember exactly how monster came out. That word stuck and it stayed, well, until this day. Um, what I believe the monster was in Ms. Hurd's mind was her intense, in, projection, intense. Um, his, his belief about what monster meant in Ms. Hurd's mind. Sorry. Relevant to that foundation. Let me ask a different question. When you use. When I used the term monster with Ms. Hurd, I was placating. If, I, if, if she had referred to me as being a monster, there was no way that I was going to sit there and go for a 45-minute argument about, you know, you're a monster. No, I'm not. You're a monster. No, I'm not. You're a monster. No, I'm not. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was an 
possibility. So, what do you do? You accept her vernacular, you accept what the word that she uses, and then you use that word to, to placate her so that it would at least calm part of the part of the aggression. It would it would lessen the Get uh, out of here. attack. You know. So explaining the monster was for me um I mean she she she, she had told me many times that the monster was was only me when I was uh, using drugs and, and, and alcohol. Um, but it, even when I was uh, stone cold sober off of alcohol um, and uh, substances aside from my meds, the term the monster was still there when she uh, accused, be, accused me of being uh, high on cocaine or, um, uh, you know, drinking like a, you know, some sort of, um, Drinking like 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 I was a, you know some kind of 19th century sailor. It, it's uh, that 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 was the word she clung to to describe. But um, it was in her mind, not mine. How did your relationship with Miss Herda? Hey, hey, hey. All right, so this is ending, and it's going to go into the next one. Johnny Depp testifies at Amber Heard's behavior. Oh, oh, I was in her mind. Sorry. Heritage. Heritage. Okie doke. We're moving right along with the uh, Johnny Depp testifies how Amber Heard's behavior toward him changed. Good morning, Mr. Depp. Good morning. Yesterday you told us a little bit about the beginning of your relationship with Miss Heard. When did Miss Heard's behavior towards you begin to change? Um. I believe, as I said yesterday, there was a, a hint of something with the um, having to do with the boots what coming off and breaking routine. Um, it, it, her. She's just really destroyed his confidence, hasn't she? Her attitude, her, 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 um, broken down. The way that she would 
um, begin to uh, speak to me. Um, the fucking harpy. Things first things started coming up, and it was I was suddenly just wrong about everything. Yeah, wrong and stupid and wrong and just nothing can nothing can be done right. Break him down. She hates how he's loved. About everybody loves him. Um, and respects him. If, everybody loves um, and respects him. Not her. I made a statement about something. So she tried to destroy that. I've been familiar with, for example, in in my work that I that I've been uh, chopping away at for a good thirty some years. Um, I was suddenly wrong. And um, then beyond that, if you try to um, explain yourself and correct um, the, the problem, the, the misunderstanding, would then uh, begin to heighten um, as uh, Ms. Heard was uh, unable to be wrong. <laughs> It just didn't happen. She of course couldn't not. be wrong. Um, yeah, but why didn't you so these pick this up before you married the bitch? Digs. Um, and uh, they would even commence with sort of demeaning name calling, uh, 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 berated, sort of to be made a fool of. Um, and those would escalate into uh, a full-scale argument. And in the beginning, as uh, one does, one speaks up for oneself in a, in a debate, as it were, or an argument over something to try to prove your point. But when it escalates, and then, it's hard to explain, but the, the argument would start here, and then it would roll around and become this circular thing of its own. So you get back to the beginning, essentially, of the argument. Now it's heightened even more, but it's still circular, and there's no way in or out. If, if, if there's a dialogue between two people, um, both people need to speak. But there was no, there was no way to fit a word in. It was, uh, it was uh, a sort of a rapid fire, um, sort of endless uh, parade of um, insults and uh, you know, looking at me like I was. Uh, a fool, and I, I just couldn't. I, I was, I was, I was having difficulty in my hey, nature system. You helped me get my life back. <laughs>
sort of um, barrage. Um, and barrage part, of nastiness. Part of that is, I, I just, I was confused as to the fact that whatever her age was at the time of these various arguments, she was mid-20s to late-20s and then to 30s. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't understand how I had somehow, somehow gotten, arrived at where I'd arrived from where I came from in the beginning of my life and worked for 30 plus years um, doing these things. It was astounding how wrong I was about everything that I'd experienced. Um, within the movie, in, within the film industry, or within, within just life itself. Uh, you know, I, 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 I was sort of not allowed to be right, not allowed to have a voice. So at a certain point, when that, when, when what enters your mind is... You start to slowly realize that you are in a relationship with your mother, in a sense. And I know that that sounds perverse and obtuse, but but the, the fact is that some people search for weaknesses in people, and. That is to say, sensitivities. Um, and when you've told that person your your life um, and what you've lived through, what you've been through, just as happens in relationships, um, the more that became ammunition from his hurt to um, to um, try to tear you down verbally. Verbally uh, shit on you. Decimate me or or to um, destroy you. Send me into a, a kind of tailspin of confusion and depression and um, uh, and and, and, the, and the, the well. It's, What's the matter? It's not a happy God, day. No. The it's not a happy week. Bitch. It's not a happy month when you. Constantly being told how wrong you are about this or that, what an idiot you are, um, Pat, or, 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 or anything. It, it, it just uh, it, it, then it then it increased, increased, and it became an endless um, barrage of nastiness. It, it became an endless that endless circle. Like, so as it escalated and continued to escalate, I went straight to what I had learned as a youth, which was to remove myself from the situation so that it couldn't continue. Because there's only so much your ears can hear and never forget it. Um, so I would remove myself from the situation as I'd done as a youth um, as much as possible. Um, and she hated that, and and uh, because um, I, 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 her ass for trying I to just, 
Leave. Certainly didn't believe that there was any need for these various subjects or arguments to come up and over and over again and um, travel the distance that they did so very quickly to ramp up so fast. Um, it was like you were pinned to a wall and had to just listen to it and take it. Um, so I found the only way to find any sort of peace was to uh, try to walk away if, if uh, she didn't allow me to walk away. Um, there were times when um, I would I, w I would just go and lock myself in, uh, you know, the bathroom or anywhere that she couldn't get into. Um, and that, that happened. What the shit? Uh, Why did you put up with this shit for so long? Uh, over the years. What would happen when the fights would escalate, other than going and hiding in the bathroom? I'm sorry? What would happen? Well, if, if, if they continued to escalate... Um, if I continue to, to try to, um, present my, my Reason version of my side of the story, um, when you're, when you, when you're approached in, in a, um, in a kind of, um, well, when you're approached with such, uh, anger and, It seemed like pure hatred for me. Um, if I stayed to argue that, essentially I, I was sure that it was going to escalate into violence, and oftentimes it did. At times it did. And when you say violence, what are you referring to? Hey! Oh man. What? No, we did not. And why not? Um. <laughs> there always seemed to be some reason or another why she. Amber Heard allegedly threw a glass bottle at Johnny Depp that severed his finger. Yeah, um, according to the security guards, he said. Before he was shut down by the lawyer, by the Amber Heard's lawyer, objection um, that uh, she threw a broken bottle at him and it severed his finger. Wouldn't, what are you doing up there, girl? We did discuss it. It became an issue that would turn into a, um, it would springboard into unpleasantness and then arguments. Um, and, and then it was also too late. At a certain point, it was just too late. So then the idea of a post-snub agreement was brought up in the surf, and that was in Australia, that was... That was the beginning of uh, the Australian debacle. Well, let's, let's, talk, 
Let's talk about Australia then. Uh, but first of all, why were you in Australia? I was, I was working on Pirates of the Caribbean 5. And who from your team was with you in Australia? Jerry uh, Judge, Malcolm Connolly, Nathan Holmes, Stephen Duders, Keenan Wyatt. I want to be in his team, man. Oh, yes, yes, all right, yes. Miss Lloyd, yes, Miss Lloyd traveled to Australia. And did Dr. Kipper come down to Australia at any point? Yeah, he, he, Dr. Kipper down, came down uh, a little bit later. Mr. Wyatt testified yesterday that he observed you have a meeting with Sean Bailey in, in Australia. Do you remember that? Yes. And could you please tell the jury who Sean Bailey is? Sean Bailey, at that time, was, I believe he was the, I believe he was the number three, uh, the number three man at Disney. In terms of hierarchy, he was a uh, upper echelon Disney. So he was, under Bob Iger, um, and initially under Dick Cook, who was removed from Disney um, for some reason. So, yes, he, he's, uh, he's number three man. And why were you having a discussion with Mr. Bailey? Um, the discussions that I would, uh, was having with Mr. Bailey, with Sean Bailey, were... Um, they had to do with, well, as, as I think we've established, you know, I have always, from the beginning of those, that series of films, I, was, I, I had always rewritten um, my, my character's words and jokes, if you will. Um, and situational comedy and things that I would add. And uh, Mr. Bailey was very complimentary about some of the things that I'd done. He'd, uh, you know, he'd come over to me laughing after a take. Was Miss Heard in Australia with you? She came a little later, yes. Do you recall when she came down? I don't recall. Oh, oh, no. No, I do recall. It was March. It was March. What happened when Miss Heard came to visit you in Australia? Fucking chaos. Ms. Heard was upset because, uh, 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 as I stated earlier, as it was too late for a prenup agreement, <laughs> there was a uh, discussion of postnup agreement. And I had called my lawyer at the time and asked him if, if he could have one of his. 
his uh, one of his lawyers sit down with Ms. Hurd and and give her a basic rundown of what the postnuptial agreement uh, meant and and they sh I was told that they showed her. Yeah, this is what, uh, something he asked an attorney. It's not a it's not a statement of fact that's being offered for. What did Ms. Hurd tell you she was upset about when she arrived in Australia? Ms. Hurd told me that the attorney that she met with was um, rude and dismissive and she was being shown was a uh, an example of a postnuptial agreement. Ms. Hurd then stated to me that she was very upset. She stated to me that um, that she what she had said was she said to the lawyer, the woman, that this. Um, Johnny can't, he, he must not, he, he doesn't know about this. He, he's never seen, he doesn't know that this is what this is. He, no way he would agree to this. Um, and what Ms. Earth then expressed to me was that. It's like saying anything to get out of it, basically. The lawyer, the woman, had laughed at her. Oh, he knows. Yes, he knows everything. sent her into a, a tailspin. So by the time she arrived in Australia, that was uh, sunk very deep into her, her psyche. Um, I mean, so much so that... That's all she talked about. What really, what really surprised me was that she kept saying, I'm not even in your will. I'm not even in your will. I thought that was an odd thing to say. Um, especially since I, 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 I don't think anybody had had time to change wills or anything of that nature. Um, Are you going to try to kill you so too? Those things just... It, it felt uh, wrong. And, and she could not let go of the fact that... Uh, I was in on this uh, post-nup agreement and that I was trying to trick her into uh, essentially getting nothing if, uh, if something were to happen. Signed it before. It's that's why you need to sign a prenup.
I was not out to pissed off because screw her over or, or, or put her in a position that was uh was uncomfortable. These were stock normal things to do. It did not work, no. It escalated and escalated and it turned into uh, madness, chaos. Can you please violence. Can you please describe that chaos and violence? Yes, she, she, she was irate. She, she, she was irate, and she was possessed. Uh, and when I tried to remove myself, as I normally would from a situation, that is to say, you know, as she's hammering me with, with uh, sort of brutal, brutal words, and and uh, you know. You know, I don't, pardon my language, but I remember that uh, it wasn't nice sort of being called ass kisser to lawyers or, uh, or uh, a pussy. Um, that didn't fight for her, stand up for her. Um, um, I've, again, tried to remove myself from the situation, um, but to no avail. As I, I, I yeah. Of course she's going to go nuts. They had rented for me in Australia. Post-nub. <laughs> labyrinth, you know, in a lot of rooms. Obviously, you extra room. wanting to get out so of it. So I would go to, well, stupid I'll, I'll to, to marry I, I this stupid I ended stupid up locking cunt. myself in about at, le at least nine bedrooms, bathrooms that day um, as she was banging on the doors and screaming obscenities and wanting to uh, have a physical altercation. So how did it come to be that your finger became injured? There was at one point where I'd, I'd stayed in one of the, um, sitting on a bathroom floor, door locked, she's banging away, banging away, screaming, blah, 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 and then suddenly she stopped and I could hear her walk away. I could hear her sort of receding into the distance, if you will, and, I, 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 you know, yes, I, it's, 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 yes, it became very emotional, because, the battered husband, I, you can't win for losing, there was nothing I could do to, to make her understand that I had, if that lawyer had in fact done that, and I did call my lawyer uh, at the time, Jake Bloom, and I had him get these people on the phone, and I, uh, I'm ashamed to say that I had taken 
At that point, when I was on the phone with him, I had taken Miss Heard's words to heart. And, um, and I laid out a ration of, of um, very, uh, uh, I was very upset that she was pushed to that limit because I believed it. Um, and, uh, in fact, none of it had happened. So, um, it was all getting too crazy. And, again, I've been sober for many, many months from alcohol and substances, aside from the marijuana. Um, and I got, I left the place, the, the room that I was hiding in, or not hiding, locked myself into. And I went downstairs in the house. There was, downstairs in the house, as soon as you walk in the house, you can go upstairs or downstairs. Downstairs, there was a sort of a wreck, wreck area, pool table and such. And, uh, and there was a uh, bar. And uh, I was uh, um, I was a mess. I was a wreck. I was shaking, and I just didn't understand why all this was happening. So I went behind the bar. I grabbed a bottle of vodka that was there and a shot glass and sat at the bar. She was nowhere around. And I poured myself two or three stiff shots of, uh, of the vodka, first taste of alcohol I'd had in a long time. And um, then she came Definitely down a buzz kill. to the bar and found me there. And of course started screaming, oh, you're drinking again, eh? the monster and all that. Um, so she reached, she, she, she walked up to me and reached and grabbed the, the bottle of vodka and then just uh, kind of stood back and then hurled it at me. And, and it, it, uh, it just went right past my head and smashed behind me. So, I stood up, and I walked behind the bar, and there was a larger bottle of vodka, the kind with the handle, you know, on it. I grabbed that, and I went, and I sat in my seat again. <laughs> the bottle, and I poured myself a shot. <laughs> drank it. Mr. was flinging insults uh, left, furious. right, and center. And Fast and furious. She then grabbed that bottle. <laughs> and, uh, and threw that at me. Um, and the way that the, the way that the bar was si situated and w w where Miss Herb was, so if, if, <laughs> That's hilarious that so he, uh, she uh, destroyed that bottle of vodka, so he just gets home.
Oh my god. Oh. Am I getting raped? Kudos for uh, his uh, persevering. Persevering about getting a drink. One of the fucking nightmare. There, she went there. So I was leaning like this in the chair, looking at her. First bottle went, then got the other bottle shot. Takes the second bottle, which is the larger one. I'm in this position again, and my my hand is on the edge of the the bar, like like that. Leaning over the fingers like that, and uh, she threw the large bottle, and it made contact and shattered uh, everywhere. And I honestly didn't I didn't feel the pain at first at all. I felt no pain whatsoever. What I felt was. Um, felt heat. And I looked down and uh, my fucking finger was, uh, this piece of my finger that was, that was sliced off. Hanging there. And be reattached, surgically. I felt reattached. heat and I felt... Um, as if something were dripping down my hand, you know. Um, and then I looked down and... Could have hit him and smashed him in the head, actually. Well, would have, that, that would have maybe knocked him out. Realized that uh, the, the tip of my finger had been severed. And... Uh, Hanging there by I the was looking directly at the my bone. Bone sticking out. Yeah, and, uh, stupid cunt the, dude. The the meaty portion of your the inside of your finger. The, um, and it was it, blood was just uh, pouring out. And at that point. Give a I, 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 I think that I went into some sort of, I, I don't know what a nervous breakdown. She looks really ugly. Feels you know. like. But that's probably she the absolutely has I've no remorse. I didn't, nothing made sense. Fucking assault. And I knew in my mind and in my heart, this is. Gotta get out. Get out before she fucking kills ya. Um, yeah, you stuck around too long, my friends. This is not life. This is not life. No one should have to go through this. And, and as I said, this, this feeling of nervous, being in, a, in the middle of some sort of nervous breakdown,
want her in. We're back with um, a lying psycho. And, uh, and then they did the next thing, uh, you know, I, amongst all the madness, I, 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 I would again hide in the bathroom or wherever, and I texted Dr. Kipper and I said, you might want to come over. So, uh, you, know, you might want to come over. Here. Finger was, was cut. Um, it's the, the middle, the funny looking one. It's the middle finger here. You can see the, well, you can see all the sort of the, the from the. How's the feeling in that finger now? This, this, all these bones up here. Aren't were you a musician? Crushed, and it looked like a, it looked like Vesuvius. And, um, Aren't you so a this, musician? This Doesn't that mean she owes you some dough for some so that, because of damages? Not more having use of the tip here. Uh, this is um, basically uh, arthritis that kicks into the joint once that once that uh, upper part of the finger is mangled. Is that the right middle finger? Right middle, yeah. And is that your dominant hand? Uh, yes, it is, yes. Mr. Depp, after... Yeah, sue for that, too. Add that, add that your finger, to the charges. Um, what, if anything, did she say when she saw the injury? Probably laughed at him. Hmm. I don't recall anything but just... Uh, it was almost like white noise, just someone yelling. It just a, it was just a high-pitched screech, screechy, constant harpy attack of, of insults. Of, it was just jumbled words to me. In, in a Probably very blaming it on and I, I, him I, for I, making her throw I a bottle of this. Fucking nuts! You mentioned that you reached out to Dr. Kipper. Did you receive medical attention after that? Hey, Johnny. Add assault charge. And damages to your dominant hand. You are a musician. Yes, um... Jerry Judge. Stick it to her. Malcolm Connolly. Sock it to her. I believe Debbie Lloyd was there. Yes, Debbie Lloyd was there. Um, ben King had arrived as well. Who is Ben King? Uh, ben King uh, was, he, he's, he's essentially, he's a house, sort of a, an estate manager, and he, I, we worked together in London a, a few times, and uh, uh, he's a wonderful guy. So I brought brought Ben along to Australia to, to manage everything. He's very, he's very, very good and very nice. Um, and then there was also a, uh, yeah, I mentioned Malcolm. 
Jerry, yeah, they were there as well. Which, if any, of the medical professionals that you saw that day, did you tell what happened to your finger? I... When Malcolm and, um... Dr. Kip, when, when they took me to... First, first we went to Malcolm's... Fucking nightmare, bitch. ...apartment where he was staying while we were shooting the film. Uh, and tried to clean... Uh, my hand because I had worked the day before and obviously when you're playing a pirate Captain Jack or whatever they you're you're covered you're, they paint with on with alcohol um, with rubbing alcohol they paint dirt all into your hands and into your face and everything so they were, they were worried about getting my finger clean, so they tried doing that at Malcolm's. And then Chip said, we got to get to an emergency room, and we got to get hold of the tip of his finger. So we went <laughs> to the emergency room. Um, the doctor asked me what happened. <clears throat> and uh, I lied to him. I said that I had uh, smashed it. Lied to him to protect, protect your wife. Didn't really need to be protected, actually. She needed to be found out. She needed to be fucking charged with assaults. And divorced her on the fucking spot. That's what you needed to do. Or like in, uh, just for a Muslim couple. You could just say, I divorce you, I divorce you, I divorce you, I divorce you, and it's over, it's done with. But they're not Muslim. <laughs> okay, what's going on here? Why is this taking a while? Rats. So why did you tell the doctor that? I think it's probably to protect her because he's kind of like chivalrous like that. Didn't want to, you know. You want to fucking have the cops charge her with, you know, you want to press charges against her? Because who, who wants to press charges against your husband or wife, you know? His, his response is to just, like, try to deal with it. Not make a not make a fuss like she does. That's fucking horrific, though. What you did, just fucking crazy, man. Oh my gods. 
everybody feels sorry for the guy. So that's something that's good about it. It's turned him, him into a hero. It's made him a, a hero in real life. Just on the screen. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't call it. Um, yeah, maybe. We've got to get to emergency room. And we've got to get hold. The rest of the finger. How come you didn't? How come nobody got the finger at the time? Why are you like running around looking for the finger now? Just, just saying. Just saying. <coughs> the tip of his finger. So we went to the emergency room. Um, the doctor asked me what happened, <clears throat> and uh, I lied to him. I said that I had uh, smashed it in, um, in in these large accordion doors that it got caught in the accordion doors. Why would um, you lie about that? I lied because I I did not. I didn't feel, I, I didn't want to disclose that it was. Amber. What it was. I, I didn't want to disclose that it had been. My wife. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to disclose that it had been misheard, that it thrown the, thrown a vodka bottle at my, at me and then took my finger off. I didn't want to get her in trouble. I didn't want to, I, I tried to, uh, protect her. Just keep things as copacetic and as, as easy as possible for everyone. I, I, did, I did not want to put her name in that, in that mix. Did you tell Dr. Kipper what had actually happened to your finger? Yes. After you returned from the hospital, where did you go? I went to Malcolm Connolly's um, apartment uh, and uh, slept on his couch. And to the extent that you know, where was Ms. Heard during this time? Um, Ms. Heard... Uh, Probably with was, Rocky. I, I wasn't there, but I, I had... A, it was clear that she had to, uh, she needed to leave. And uh, I'd asked him to get her on a flight from. Flight from what? Australia to LA. Send her back to LA. <clears throat> LA sucks. So glad I didn't go to UCLA. Turned on UCLA and NYU Film School.
like a made my own tortilla. Dope. Mix that with eggs from my chickies. Thank you, chickies. Hamburger allegedly threw a glass bottle. Guess they have to say that. Allegedly. Ah! I have a magic word in journalism. Nice of her. Nice of him. Just like tore off part of his finger and, and she had her back next to him. And of course, his problem is to get the fuck out of there. That's pretty nice of him. It's more than a lot of people would do. I mean, fucking um, divorced her on the spot. <clears throat> Chick's trying to kill him. Why not? There always seems to be some reason or another why she wouldn't either discuss it or if we did discuss it, it became an issue that would turn into a, uh, it would spring another fight. <clears throat> The thirty or 
Mary Tuckman. <clears throat> Nothing. Quite happy with herself, probably. I don't recall anything but just uh, white noise. It's almost like white noise. Just someone yelling. It's just a high pitched screech. Harpy like. Essentially, he's a house, sort of a, an estate manager. And he, I, we worked together in London a few times, and uh, uh, he's a wonderful guy. So I brought brought Ben along to Australia to, to manage everything. He's very, very, very good, very nice. Um, and then there was also uh, 1.6 million Jews. This woman is a nightmare, exclamation point, exclamation point. <clears throat> I am an official volunteer with the uh, Johnny Depp legal team, exclamation point, smiley face. Check out my podcast. Hashtag. I have to <clears throat> watch this on my iPhone. My infamous iPhone. Mr. Yes. What is this a picture of? That is, um, that's me in the emergency room. <laughs> I see, um, Pull up. She had to, uh, she needed to leave. 
Nebraska to get her on a flight from <laughs> Melbourne or Sydney or wherever back to Los Angeles. Why did you ask for that? It's more than she deserved. I, I didn't want to see her. I, I didn't, Stranded. I didn't want to see her. I didn't want to have any more arguments. I was, uh, for all intents and purposes, I was just done. done. Mm -hmm. Mr. Depp, I'd like to show you a picture. If we could done like dinner. Plaintiff's Exhibit 145. Done. Like dinner. Got shades on. He's looking at. What is this a picture of? That is. Um, that's me in the emergency room. Uh, I see. Uh, I see a detail that I forgot. I've forgotten. Which is the. Missouri that pulled. Taking my cigarette from the ashtray and uh, mm. stomped it out in my face here. What? Do you mark on the screen where you see that? Um, it's right above that green dot. Do you know who took that, this picture? I do not know. Uh, can we please publish this to the jury? To have any more arguments. I was, uh, for all intents and purposes, I was just done. done. Like dinner. Mr. Depp, I'd like to show you a picture. If we could please pull up Plaintiff's Exhibit Missouri was, I wasn't there, but I, I had a, it was good. Oh, fuck. Mr. Depp, what is this a picture of? That is, um, that's me in the emergency room. I see, uh, I see a detail that I forgot, I'd forgotten. Just the Missouri that pulled, taking my cigarette from the ashtray and uh, stomped it out in my face here. Do you mark on the screen where you see that? Um, it's right. Holy shit! Above that green dot. Do you know who took that, this picture? I do not know. Uh, can we please publish this to the jury? Do you want to enter into evidence? Yes, please. Any objection? Okay. All right. 145 in evidence. 
What a nightmare so, of a woman. Mr. Depp, now that the jury can see the photograph, can you again explain um, what that green dot is identifying? Um, just above the... Just above the green, the green dot is a, 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 a wound uh, from Miss Hurd taking my cigarette and and um, uh, this is after putting on in your face, gone away, um, and she stubbed it out in my in in. in face on my cheek oh fucking evil kind that's the result of that if we could please take this uh, down and I'd like to show you Mr. Depp um, plaintiff's exhibit 144 he's a movie star so that's also um, you know that's against his um, he's trying to sabotage his his, his uh, acting career of course a picture of Mr. Depp. The remains of my finger. And was this taken shortly after you were injured? I, uh, I believe this was taken at the uh, at the emergency room, I'd imagine. Um, I'd move to add this into evidence, but I'd like to also warn the jury and the people in the Sorry. audience that this is a very graphic picture. All right, any objection? Mr. Depp, how long after your finger was injured did you return to L.A.? Um, after th the emergency room. Um, the following day, uh, I, I was sent to a, they found a, a, a surgeon uh, in, uh, in Australia. So that I could go, they wanted me to take have X-rays taken and and uh, all that. Uh, so we went to that doctor, the it's finger me. surgeon, um, and uh, he asked me what happened to my finger, and I again lied. And I stuck to the story that uh, it was smashed in an accordion, a large accordion door. And he looked at me as if I were uh, lying. <laughs> and the next thing I heard was, sir, that is a wound of velocity. This is a communication in the context of medical treatment. <laughs> uh, so, so, Mr. Depp, th this was a surgeon you saw in Australia? Yes. Um, when did you return to Los Angeles after seeing that surgeon? 
uh, I believe it was probably the next day, um, where might have been Kipper or someone who, who had hooked me up with a, a, a wonderful, sir, a great expert in um, reconstruction of, uh, you know, hand, uh, hands, fingers, digits, whatever. So I went to see the surgeon, and um, we prepped for surgery, uh, you know, pretty quickly. And what type of surgery did you have on your finger? Um, the, the majority of this was all uh, missing. essentially, to some degree, hollowed out, if you will, because the bone had shattered. And um, then there was the bone that was sticking out down there. Um, so he had to take, take, uh, do a skin graft from, from this part of my hand uh, and graft it um, onto my finger uh, to... to, to uh, to give me a finger again. Anything else that was what done happened to, to your finger? To the tip. To stabilize it. Um, I, I don't think it was initially that they put the pin in. I think the pin feels like the pin came later. I can't. I, I'm not sure, but. just uh, I had to go after the surgery um, it was bandaged up and they, you know they give you all kinds of things on what to do what not to do keep it elevated or this or that and uh, mm -hmm. I just uh, walked away with a very large Bandage hand. Middle finger. <laughs> it was all wrapped up to like this, and then, you know, uh, Medicaid, they've given me shots in there and such. How long did you wear that bandage that you just described? Well, the, ba the bandage was f from the time of the surgery all the way through the remainder of finishing parts of the Caribbean, which was, uh, I think I finished, the injury took place in March, finished parts of the Caribbean 5, I believe, in August, beginning of August, end of July. So there was a bandage on the whole time. What I had to do was um, where... If he hit his head... That because of fucking um, thing. there's a special effects um, a trick that they had planned basically with whatever bandage I had on as long as they could they would put more, uh, little green dots for example on the on the 
splint and the finger and all that and the bandages so that in post-production they could use what's called uh, com computer generated imagery cgi to to erase the bandage uh and put a replace it with a normal finger um, that's how we finished the film Pull up plaintiff's exhibit 61. And if we could pull to the second picture. Third. Going one more, please. This is a series with pictures, and to spare everyone, I don't think I'll show you the, um, the immediate injury again. This one right, right here. Thank you. Um, Mr. Dupp, do you recognize this picture? Yes, I do. And what's reflected in this picture? Uh, this was taken in the uh, surgeon's office. Um, where I'd go in the KD, well, I had to go in every couple of few days to have it checked out um, for infections <clears throat> and such. Uh, and this, this, so the, the finger, finger, non-finger, was uh, wrapped quite heavily and there was medicated uh, medicated thing on top of the wound itself um, and this I believe seems like when the pin was in here uh, and the, the wrapping is uh, the bandage is uh, well I had my choice you know and uh, I thought well may as well take the kitty bandages you know dinosaurs and hearts and unicorns <laughs> As I said, you know, at uh, least, at least to uh, have some humor uh, to deflect the pain. Uh, Your Honor, I'd like to move uh, Plaintiff's Exhibit 61 into evidence. Do you want the whole exhibit or just this picture? Um, if we could publish uh, the whole exhibit. Do you want the whole picture, the whole exhibit? Any, any objection to 61? No, Your Honor. All right, 61, because you just want to publish this part of 61. Yes. So how long after the ear injury was this picture taken? After the initial injury? Yes. I'd say no, no, no more than, it seemed to me, no more than five days a week. And how long was, was this bandage on your hand for? Uh, well, I was wearing bandages all the way up until I finished the film and then for sure and then beyond I, I had to keep it uh, I had to keep it covered I had to keep it protected do you recall how long after the injury that the excuse me how long after the surgery the pins were removed from your finger 
switch gears so it, it makes it sense to take work. our lunch break all right ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and take our our lunch break. <clears throat> oh there you go johnny depp talks about finding human excrement in his beds so it's sickening that anyone would have to would have to deal with that the twisted thing is to burn a cigarette on his face after she cut his finger off that isn't domestic violence or straight up evil. I don't know what it is. Then she went out publicly claiming she was the victim. As a woman, I just want to say all the good-hearted guys, don't you ever put up this kind of thing. If a woman loves you, she would never want to hurt you or make you feel bad or make you feel guilty for just living your normal life and enjoying your hobbies and friends. She will lift you up and encourage you. If you are in a relationship that makes you feel bad about yourself or you find yourself withdrawing from family or friends or losing interest in things you loved, run the fuck away right now. You deserve better. And you can definitely find a good partner who will love you with kindness and understanding. Don't ever stay with someone who makes you feel isolated like this because you're scared you can't find someone else or being alone. You're stronger than you think, so don't give up on finding someone who understands how love is supposed to be. Very sweet. <clears throat> That's written by Emily R. No one should ever be treated like that. Stay strong, Johnny. Sharon Grisby. Then 
This is a great point. It's absolutely terrifying that this woman has custody of an infant. What a horrible person. Yeah. Chelsea Miranda. She basically cut his finger off and he still tried to protect her name afterwards. This whole trial has done nothing but made me love old Johnny Boy even more. What a guy. Misery loves company. It's obvious that Amber Heard is the villain playing the victim. It's almost unbelievable that someone can be so evil and not be scared to tell the world lies. May she get what she deserves from this is all over. <clears throat> the Johnny Depp legal team needs to ask for $150 million in damages, comma, not $50 million comma because the franchises with Pirates of Penzance and Fantastic Beasts are worth more than 50 million exclamation point plus all the other jobs he was cut out of because Amber Heard had the balls to try to play the victim comma when she's really the villain Villain Everybody check out my podcast comma I am official volunteer with Johnny Depp legal team smiley face Just a for governor. Fucking evil bitch. Anyway, yeah, we love to. Photos of Johnny Depp's habits. If you're on Medicare Part A and B and born before 1956, pay close attention to this video. And in this text message on October 4th, 2014, you text someone, it's, it's unclear who, uh, you say, I'm going to quite gracefully glide into a massage of my broken back and neck. I shall exit in one hour a monster. Shall we each swallow what? an E each, parentheses, or perhaps it's MDMA, at around 8 p.m., and go to dinner with a few of my wee team at a wonderful Peruvian spot? Let us enjoy this night, my brother. Let us reward ourselves for the hard work and misery of the heat that we push ourselves to conquer every goddamn day, the shatter. Did I read that right? You did. And, and... 
E here, that's a reference to ecstasy, correct? It is. <laughs> take that down, Michelle. He is pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, so what? You would agree that you found drugs and alcohol at an early stage in your life, right? Uh, uh, certainly, yes, I did. And, and you testified uh, a couple days ago that you had done just about every kind of drug there was Probably by the, age yeah, he's 13 awesome. or 14, right? 15. 15. It's a bonding. And you've, um, you've yeah. found that drugs are the only way to numb your pain. What? Right? They've always been um, a medicine for me, yes, a numbing agent. And you said yesterday that, in fact, I, I think you said you mm -hmm. take drugs to numb the demons, right? I don't know that I said to numb the demons, but I, I well, oh, demon. if I did say demons, he ain't got, that's, that's her word. to numb the residual um, pain that I carry from my uh, youth. Right. And... Um, one of one of your good friends that you've taken drugs with before is Marilyn Manson, right? Um, yes, we've taken, uh, 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 we drank together. Uh, we've we've uh, we've had cocaine together maybe a couple of times. Um, pills, right? With Marilyn Manson. Pills. Um, I once gave uh, Marilyn Manson a pill uh, so that he would s stop talking so much. <laughs> huh? Sorry. All right. Um, huh? I get it. You employ you employ a, a lot of people that work for you, right? Stop talking so much. You employ a lot of people that serve various roles in your life, right? Yes, there's the, there, yes. And, and, and at least some of those people will do anything you ask, including some of them supplying controlled drugs to you, correct? I would not characterize those people as doing anything I want or anything I said. They're not the yes men that you'd like them to be. Right. Can you turn, uh, pick up your uh, your testimony from the UK trial, and turn to page uh, forty-eight, which is page thirteen of the document, please? Yes. What's wrong with ecstasy? It's a bonding agent. It's used for uh, couples counseling. Yes. Sorry. That was it. Uh, yes, PTSD. You got it? Okay. Yes. And if you could please take a look at um, page 48, line 15. Line 15. You just testified that they're not yes men, right? That was the testimony you just gave, correct? Yes. Okay. On page 48, line 15 um, uh, of your testimony in the UK, you were asked a question, they are people who will do what you ask. They will do anything you ask, including some of them supplying drugs to you, controlled drugs to you. 
your answer was, there are people who work for me, work with me, who, yes, in the past, have been asked to provide whatever I have felt was necessary at the time. Have a good time. Question. Well, putting it bluntly, if you wanted illegal drugs, controlled drugs, and you asked one of your staff, and I am not going to name anybody particularly right now, <laughs> that member of staff would provide you with those drugs if he could. Answer. At times, yes. Question. Despite the fact that it was illegal? Answer. Yes. Did I read that right? You did. No fucking words. Can we pull up uh, exhibit 1085, please? Try to nail him on a um, drug charge? You've seen this picture before, Mr. Depp, right? Uh, yes, I have. Yes. Um, and this is a picture that was taken in uh, Miss Hurd's um, former house or apartment on Orange Avenue after you two began dating, correct? Yes, and it's, uh, it's quite a composition. It, the composition of the photograph is very interesting. I, I, I think that's something we can agree on. Um, Your Honor... Move for admission of Exhibit 1085 and ask for permission. No to objection, Your Honor. All right, 1085, publish any notes. Eres dueño de una casa. Ahora puedes obtener un generador de respaldo gratis con un nuevo. This picture, um, you recall, Mr. Depp was taken in in or around March of 2013, after you had fallen off the wagon, right? Falling off the wagon. I'm sorry, what date? March of 2013, I believe, March March right? March 2013. Does that ring a bell? Um, if March 23rd, um, I had uh, fallen off the wagon from when we were, when I was doing Lone Ranger, when Mr. <laughs> was with me when I was uh, sober. Okay. Um, but that was, those, the whiskey, um, that's on the table was that was an average every day I would come home to her place and there would be a glass of whiskey waiting for me and and you would sometimes drink whiskey in the mornings too right during this time period um I, 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 I you know I mean isn't yeah, happy hour anytime <laughs> and that cocaine that those white lines those are cocaine that's cocaine right Assume. Yeah, and that's that's your cocaine that you kept in that box that says property of JD with the skull and crossbones, isn't it? Well, the beautiful composition of the photograph would suggest that, certainly. Yeah, you don't uh -huh. dispute that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see me in it. No, but you don't dispute that the, you carried cocaine in that box that said property of JD. That was a special box that you carried cocaine in, wasn't it? I was just trying to uh, humiliate him. The box him. was a gift from someone. I can't say that I carried cocaine in it, no. You... you you but can't it, say that you carried cocaine in that box? No, but it looks like it would fit some cocaine. I, I, I. <laughs> cocaine is, I would, in my experience, normally uh, given in plastic bags. When you put it in a box like that, um, 
chances are very good you'll leave a trail of a, a long line of cocaine behind you okay. walking down the street. So, Why don't you go ahead and pull up your UK testimony, please? Let's look at page 202. The difference here is uh, somebody who can handle his liquor and handle his drugs. She can't. She gets fucking nuts. And attacks people when she's on drugs and alcohol. What about her? What about her habits? What about her drug habit? What about Amber Heard's nasty drug habit? Exclamation point. Exclamation point. She's the one that can't hold her liquor or drugs, comma, because she goes nuts and attacks people. Exclamation point. Not just Johnny Depp, comma, but her previous partners. Elon Musk, too. Exclamation point. By the way, I'm officially volunteering for Johnny Depp Legal Team. Smiley face. Check out my podcast. Exclamation point. Obviously, this, and I apologize for that, Mr. Depp. Um, this is uh, page nine of the document, page two hundred two of the transcript. This, this is Lego team. Rhymes with turds. Turds. Uh, yes, I see it. It's true. Yep. And uh, on that, uh, on page 202, you're um, asked a question. We'll have to work out what that was at a later stage. Can you see in the front that there is a little box? It's about two inches by two inches if we compare it to the size of the credit cards. Answer okay. yes. Property of JD yeah. with skull and crossbones on it. Okay, yes, I, I do. That I suggest is this is the question. That I suggest is your cocaine box. That is where you would keep your cocaine, a special box that you had. Answer I do remember the box. Question Do you remember it now? Answer Yes. I did not remember the property of JD. Yes. That is a box. It was carrying cocaine in it. I would say I probably was then. See that? Did I read that right? Yes, you did. Yeah, I just want to try to humiliate him. He's not the one on trial. She should be the one on trial. 
Put Amber Heard on trial. And on the morning that this picture was taken, you were, this was during the filming of the documentary about the Pete Richards. Remember that? Yeah, sure. This picture was taken while you were filming a documentary about Pete Richards, correct? Um, I'll show you the date again. Do you remember that? I believe it was March 2013. You could, you could know better than I did. You see there's a Pete Richards CD. It looks like above that cosmetic case. Yeah. And you had an argument that morning in which you accused Amber of cheating on you. Do you remember that? Um, I believe Amber had an argument with me. And you were using cocaine and drinking whiskey that morning. And as a result of that argument, you were late to the set of that documentary, correct? Um, in fact, I was not late to the documentary. Uh, well, I was late, but um, I had called uh, my crew because it was a day of uh, filming performance with the team. It was Pete Richards, Tom Waits, and some other very uh, musicians. musicians. Elon Musk is about to shock the world, and it could oh, mean yeah, big well, things he's, for he's investors who make their move right now. I'll explain. You know Elon Musk, the richest person in the world. Amber Heard's a month after she got married to Johnny Depp. So uh, my, I wasn't needed on the set, so I could come in anytime I wanted. Okay, you, you just said that you were late, though, correct? Oh, so I was just testifying to okay. Yes, yes. All right. And, and due to the argument, of course. Sure. Um, I'd like to, to shift gears a little bit uh, now. Hmm. Well, actually, let's, let's not. Um, Put Amber Heard on trial. Michelle, could you please pull up Exhibit 152? Mr. Depp, these are, are various um, texts that you sent and received to various people um, in 2012. Do you see that? Uh, yes. It seems to go from July to September. Right, right. And um, we'll, we'll take them kind of piece by piece, I, I guess. Um, I guess the first thing I'd like to do um, is take a look at uh, exhibits, or I'm sorry, the entries 1628, so that's about halfway down the page. It's a text exchange, a text from you uh, to Stephen Duders, your personal assistant at the time, and then a text from him back to you. Objection, Your Honor. Bet you spent all that $7 million on lawyers. <laughs> She ain't giving no money to charity. Spending it all on the lawyers. 